If you are looking for even more help and guidance on your breakup, I have a few different options for you to take your healing to the next level. I have four different online courses depending on what stage of the breakup that you're in from beginning all the way into moving on after heartbreak, or you can bundle all of my courses together and use the code podcast to get $25 off my course bundle. I also have my 30 day no contact challenge to help hold you accountable in going no contact with your ex. And we have our free Facebook group, Healing Hearts Club, where you can connect with other people going through breakups all over the world. To learn more about any of these resources, head to the show notes where you can learn more about my courses, take the quiz to figure out which course is best for you, or join the Facebook group. And don't forget to use the code PODCAST to get $25 off my course bundle. Welcome to the Heal Your Heartbreak podcast with your host, Breakup Bestie, aka me, Kendra. Breakups are hard, but you don't have to do it alone. Each week, I will be taking you through a different topic as it relates to breaking up, healing from heartbreak, growing in your single life, dating, and getting back into happier and healthier relationships. The goal of this show is to provide support, hope, tips, and to remind you that above all, this too shall pass. Welcome to episode 60 of the Heal Your Heartbreak podcast. And as usual, I have an amazing guest on the show today. And today is extra special because I actually have a really good friend of mine who is on the show today. I have my friend Amanda Clark, who is the founder and owner of Ever So Organized. She is a professional organizer. And she has personally done my parents' garage, uh, my friends' houses. She uh, virtually walked me through how to move from a three-bedroom house last year into a studio apartment. So she walked me through how to set up my very, very small space in a way to be functional. So I know very firsthand how amazing this woman is at what she does And I'm sure a lot of you guys are thinking, like, what the heck does organizing have to do with healing from a breakup? So we're going to fully, fully answer that question for you today. We're going to talk about how organizing helps you feel more in control mentally and emotionally, how it can bring peace and quiet down that mental chatter, how taking care of your space in an organized way can boost your confidence, your self-esteem, your self-worth, how it's a huge act of self-love. And then we, you know, we get into how to get organized. We talk about her process that she takes clients through. We talk about decluttering and what are some of the biggest roadblocks that keeps people hanging on to things. Um, We get into like how to get rid of gifts your ex got you, um, what to do with photos and memories and things that you don't want to completely get rid of. So we really talk about it all today. Um, We touch on how to own your space again, meaning like if you lived with your ex and now you're still in the same space without them, how to make your space your own without, you know, needing to move and get your own space. So I have learned so much from Amanda over over the years of just being her friend and and getting to know her more professionally. 
And I'm so excited for you guys to learn from her too. She also, I'm so excited. I've seen how much work she's put into this, but she just launched a digital course and she was so kind to give us a discount code. So stay tuned till the end of the episode for that. You can also find it in the show notes. But without further ado, here is my good friend, Amanda Clark. Welcome, Amanda, to the show. I'm so excited to have you on and chat with you all about getting organized. Thank you. So obviously, I know you very well, but um, I'd love if you could introduce yourself, what you do, and then I also love to ask people like why you do what you do, what, what led you here. Yes. Well, I'm excited to be here and do this with you. I remember when you were starting this podcast. Now here I am on your podcast. Thank you. Um, I am Amanda Clark and I am a professional home organizer. Um, I own Ever So Organized and it's a full service home organizing company based out of Orange County, California. And we specialize in decluttering and creating beautiful, functional, and organized spaces for homeowners and businesses. Um, We also provide virtual organizing, and I just launched an online digital course to help people achieve the same professional results without having to hire a professional organizer. Um, I actually was an elementary school teacher for 15 years, And I love that job. I had three babies in 20 months. And if your listeners are trying to do the math, there's (laughs) twins in there. Um, And after my three babies were born, I ended up resigning so that I could be home with them. It was years of infertility. And so I was excited to take the opportunity and stay home. And I joined a ton of mom groups. I love a good community. And um, those moms knew I, were, I enjoyed organizing and they started asking me to come help them. And um, as I started helping other moms, I realized I enjoyed doing this for other people just as much as I enjoyed it for myself. And I decided to start my own business. So that's why I'm here. Awesome. Well, and you are very good at what you do um, and give so many amazing tips and, you know, make it, make it so simple. And today, um, you know, I think at first glance, people might think like, why, you know, why are we bringing like organizing and heartbreak together? But I think by the end of this episode, you're going to be very clear on why that is. Um, And we'll be diving like more specific into like more detailed into the, all the benefits of it. But if you could just give like a brief overview on what are some of the biggest benefits that you see when someone goes from disorganized to organized in their space. Right. I see people feel calm. It just affects the body and the soul. Um, I have an eight step process and the last step in that process is to feel calm. Um, And especially when we are decluttering, decluttering is a really big part of the organizing process. 
And once clients or um, they declutter, they will say that they feel five pounds lighter. Like there's just physical weight that is lifted off you when you can let things go that are no longer serving you and you can get this organized space that really helps you feel at peace. Yeah, and I think that's like the biggest benefit, especially when, as we're gonna tie it to people going through a breakup, there's just so much... I mean, there's so much like emotional and mental chaos going on when, you know, someone's going through a trauma or a painful situation. And I mean, I can imagine, I mean, you know, just speaking for me personally, there's such a connection between having a clear space and then the like mental and emotional chatter um, that goes on. So I'd love, I know you talked about it a little bit, but I'd love if you could kind of dive into how does having like how does having a clear space help you in times of chaos and trauma and like just when your life feels so scattered well yeah that clutter is having an effect on you um in fact UCLA did a study um and they found that the amount of items and clutter in a woman's home correlated with her stress levels. And you know what was funny is that it did not correlate to men's stress levels. Oh, that's <laughs> that so interesting. They really found that it it affected women more. Now, I feel like you and I know this <laughs> that we probably didn't need a study to to tell us this, but really interesting that yeah, it it is affecting you. Um and Kendra, I have a, a question for you. I think I know yeah. the answer, but do you have a lot of items on your fridge, like magnets and notes and coupons? So, okay. I'm looking at my fridge right now. I have, so Amanda was at my wedding, so she would remember this, but we gave out magnets for, um, our gifts. So right. we have like our, our wedding magnets up there okay. and that's it. Okay. Yeah. The amount of items on someone's fridge usually can tell us how many items are in their home. So that would totally make sense because I know that you don't have a lot of clutter. And so having something meaningful on there um, totally makes sense. I have gone into clients' homes and if there are items all over the fridge, there are items all over the house. That's so interesting. Yeah. So if you have a lot of things on that fridge, it's probably time to do some decluttering. And and just like anything else, um, any other clutter in your home, you go blind to it. So you don't see the notes on the fridge. You don't see the piles after a while. Um, but that clutter is trying to get your attention it's taking your attention all the time because it's reminders of things that you have put off. And so that's just not a good feeling knowing that, Oh, I I need to get to that, that that's something on my to-do list. Um, The best way to get rid of that chatter is to make sure everything does have a place. Now, before everything can have a place, things probably need to get decluttered. 
we all have too much. Um, but once everything has a place, you know how to keep it like that because you know where it should go. And overall, it just gives you this sense of control over your surroundings, which we all, we all need that. When we go home, this should be our haven. We need to feel calm. We need to feel in control. Well, I think especially, and I'm sure you saw this, like in the last, you know, I happen to know that you've been like booked solid all, you know, since because we're spending so, you know, last year we spent a lot of time at home and I have a feeling like a lot of those things that people had become blind to all of a sudden were, were like blinding where it was like, okay, we have to, we have to get this fixed. So I'm sure. Right. And people that were able to go to work and leave the mess behind and then think, oh, I'll deal with it eventually. Oh yeah. It's, it's in your face now. You need to do something about it because you are there 24 seven. So yes, people are either moving because they don't think their spaces are working for them. They're renovating or getting organized and getting organized is much, um, much more affordable than (laughs) the other options. Yeah. Um, and then I liked what you said too, about, um, like almost the things around are this to do, like kind of this like unresolved to-do list. And there's a couple points there. And the first one being that I tell people that when you're going through a breakup, like your emotional, your energy capacity is already very much diminished because you're emotionally exhausted. And like, whether you know it or not, your body's doing a lot of things. Like you're crying, you're sleeping a lot. Like you're just tired in general when you're going through a breakup. So as little other things that can be energy leaks, um, the better. And I always like to use the example of my dishes. I, I work from home in a really small space and I see the dishes all day and I will tell myself all day, Kendra, why aren't you doing the dishes? They look so bad. Why don't you just clean them? Da, 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 da. And like literally just da, 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 like all day I do them. They take four to seven minutes. Um, and right. so whenever I, I find myself doing that, we don't realize how big of an energy leak this stuff is, is like, wow, I should really clean up this cupboard. My desk is a total mess and I'm trying to be productive here all day. So I think those energy leaks is really something to keep in mind too. And yeah, how you're talking to yourself. Oh, I, why can't I just get off my butt and get the dishes done? Why am I such a slob? And I just, you know, keeping my desk like this. And it's that negative talk all the time. So I, I, I love helping clients take care of this to-do list, but I say, do not let yourself talk to yourself like that. This, we all, we all have dishes in the sink. We, we all have laundry to do. We, we all have these things. It's going to happen. Be kind to yourself. Yeah, that's, that's a really good point. And, um, and I think to the, the other big connection that I've seen personally with like having a clean space has to do, um, has to do with like self-esteem and self-worth. So I, my mom's like so funny. She'll look at me now and she's like, where, how are you clean all of a sudden? Because I was the kid 
that was a mess. Like I'm sure there were times my mom walked into my room when I was growing up and like couldn't see the floor. It was bad. Um, and then this shift happened for me and it happened like around the time that I got sober, I think. Um, and it was so interesting because when I first got sober, I had someone tell me, they gave me like three things to do every day to help in my sobriety. And one of the things was to make my bed. And I remember thinking, how is making my bed going to help me not drink? Um, and then I realized there was like this huge connection and it started with making my bed. And then it was like taking care of my space, um, having a pleasant home to be in because it was showing me like I'm worth being clean. I'm worth taking care of myself. So do you see that connection too, where it's like a confidence builder to have this well taken care of space? Yeah. It's a show of respect to yourself. Yeah. Right. And, and I think especially after a breakup, you really start looking inward and that is the time to take care of yourself. And one way to do that is to take care of your surroundings. And I love that somebody told you to make the bed because yeah, there's so much there to you're, you're taking care of your environment. You're feeling better when you're getting out of that bed. You're feeling better when you're ready to go back in that bed. Your space looks better. It just, yeah, there's, there's so much that was great advice. <laughs> well, it was um, so funny. I was like the kid that when someone told me to make my bed, I'm like, why? I'm just going to get back in there at night, you know? But it's like, now if I, my bed's not made, I'm all day, all day. It's like that thing, like, you didn't make your bed. Like, yes, you know, the, right. the, yeah. the bird chatter yeah. in my brain. <laughs> well, I still need to get my husband on board because he will <laughs> say the same thing. What? What's the difference? I'm like, really? When you get in at the start of the night and the everything is, you know, nice and neat. No, I, I believe him. I believe that he does not notice it. Yeah. <laughs> but I also, you know, when we started dating, he he didn't even have like a top sheet. You know, I yeah. think <laughs> you're like that's progress. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I think like another thing that I was just thinking about is I think a lot of the time we like going um on vacation because it feels like things are clean. We're in a hotel. Um, and there's, there's something about it. Like the house feels really special. Like for me, when my house is totally clean and I light a candle and I put on music and I can just like sit and enjoy, it feels special, you know? And I think especially going through a breakup, anything that you can do that will make you feel special and deserving and like you're at a hotel being taken care of, like that's, that's very positive to do. Right. Right. And that, that's a, a great point to think of when you do start going through the decluttering process and you think I need these things. Think about when you go to a hotel and you're living out of a bag you're fine. You are not missing the thousands of other items that you have at home. In fact, you are feeling more at peace and more calm without all of these things to put away, to find a, a place for, to keep clean. Yeah, the hotel is a, a great example. You don't need a lot to feel good. Yeah, that's a really, really good point. And I've had like a real life 
example of that. We downsized significantly a year ago and we have a lot of stuff in storage. And just last month, the first time in a year, I was, I was looking for a pair of boots that I really wanted to wear that were in storage, but that was the first time that happened in a whole year. So it's like such an example of like, I could probably get rid of 90% of the stuff that's in storage and never think about it again. So, right. um, okay. and we'll, we'll touch on the decluttering process. Cause you have a very good rule of thumb that like lives in my brain now, um, of what to get rid of. So, <laughs> so we'll get to that. Um, and then, but the last benefit I wanted to go through is, is like, you know, we've talked about how our outside space can be such a mirror for, our inside space. And I think that's why you see, um, you know, in cases of like really serious clinical depression, their space is like, you know, basically like it's impossible for them to take care of it. You see in movies, like when a girl is going through a breakup, the friends come over, there's pizza boxes everywhere. Like it's, you know, it's such a, it's such a mirror kind of reflection. Um, And for me, when I'm feeling stressed and anxious, I deal with anxiety. And when I'm feeling, um, when I'm feeling powerless over a situation, which I talk a lot about how breakups are very powerless feeling. If I can just like set a timer for five minutes and just tidy up my space, um, it completely changes how I feel on the inside. Like all of a sudden I feel a sense of power, self-love, um, I feel so much more in control of my life and my emotions. And it's just wild how like five minutes of just clearing space can, can do that. I, I had the opportunity to work with a client just the last month and she had been diagnosed with ADD. Um, She was dealing with depression Um, and I came over to help her with her garage um, she and her husband did a great job of decluttering, letting go of a lot of things. And throughout the whole process, she just kept saying, this is so good for me. This is so good for my mental health. And at the very end of the two days, um, I was cleaning up and I went in to grab some water and I came back out in the garage and she and the husband were sitting at three o'clock in the afternoon and they had just opened a beer and they were like, it's beer 30. We are enjoying our new space. Right. And that was a garage. They were just she felt so at peace. I was getting text messages after. I mean, it really it really made a huge difference in her life and inspired her to do more. So like you're saying, set, set the timer for five minutes. I bet you, you keep going. I bet you're like, well, I might as well do the, those dishes too. And you're right. It doesn't take a long time. In this case, this client had, you know, a garage that can be really overwhelming, which is, you know, why she, you know, asked for help. But yeah, it can totally, like you said, self-love. It was a, it was an act of self-love for her to call me and bring me out there to help her get that space organized. Um, but you don't have to start with a garage or some something big like that. I often tell people, just do a drawer. 
and then keep that up. A drawer a day is a great way of keeping your whole home organized. So um, if you can go to your bedside table and clear everything out of the bedside, go through, declutter it, um, just putting those things back that are really things you need, things that you like, you've got an organized space and you're going to be using those organizing muscles. You're going to be getting stronger and you will be able to get to larger spaces like the kitchen. Um, I also recommend the laundry room and the bathroom are really good spaces to do in the beginning because for the most part, you may be the only person using that, that space. And so it will stay organized longer, especially if you have kids, you know, not starting with um, areas that the whole family are using. But if you can get that laundry room or your bathroom organized, you can really benefit from that much longer. And as you practice organizing, you're going to be able to dive into um, more spaces. And I think doing, I saw this, um, I'm totally blanking on who it was, but there's this, there's been this influencer who every day for the last 30 days has picked a cupboard, a drawer, and has just like, that's how it was, you know, it's, it was, um, that's what she committed to and she's been sticking with it. And I think what that does is, um, is it allows, it allows you to feel like you had a victory. It's like the small, the, like the concept of having the small win and, you know, anyone who's listening, like I get asked all the time, how do you show yourself self-love? This is a way, this is, this is self-love, like taking, taking out a drawer, dumping everything out, organizing it, decluttering it, putting it back together so that every time you open that drawer, it's not like, ah, it's like, oh, I see everything that's in here. Like, I know what I have. Um, I'm not, not to mention, like, I also think when I'm, the one thing that makes me so anxious is not being able to find something. Like, where are my keys? Where's that shirt that I need? Where is my, char where's my random charger for my camera? Like all that stuff. There's no other way to like guaranteed to give me anxiety. So just, you know, having a, like this, knowing where everything is and, and all of that, I just think is, um, there's a statistic. I wish I knew it off the top of my head, but something about how many thousands of hours in your lifetime, you will spend looking for things. And that, that drives me nuts as well, especially because I am very organized. There's probably like two things a year that will go missing. And I'm like, why can't I find this? Because I am organized. And it is so frustrating to waste that time looking for your glasses, your keys, that piece of paper. And a pet peeve of mine is when somebody says, oh, I would love to loan that out to you. Oh, I just don't think I could find it. And I think, why own it? Why own that item if you don't know where it is, if you can't get to it? If, if Kendra, if you asked me to borrow something that was in my, my uh, garage, I could get it for you right now within two minutes. Yeah. I, just it'd be mostly because I have less stuff. Yeah. Um, but it is organized. I know where it is. Exactly. It drives me crazy if I can't, if I can't find, why have it if I can't find it? 
This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. What would you do if you had unlimited time and energy? As you're navigating your breakup, I know your energy can feel low and it can feel really difficult to complete everything you need to in a day. When you're emotionally exhausted, it's especially important to be really clear on what your priorities are and where your energy should be invested. Therapy has helped me in the past figuring out where I should be putting my energy, whether that's career, friendships, relationships, events, which in turn has helped lower my anxiety because I don't always have to feel stretched thin or behind. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash heartbreak today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash heartbreak. Are you looking for a guilt-free way to unwind? Between balancing your breakup, work, and just functioning in your day-to-day life, I know you are under a lot of stress. Breakups mess with your nervous system, cause obsessive thoughts, and make it so hard to just sit with yourself. This is why it's so important to have rituals that allow you to treat yourself in a healthy way. And this is why I love Recess Mood, a sparkling water infused with functional ingredients like stress-balancing adaptogens and mood-lifting magnesium. Life has been very full and stressful for me lately, and as someone who hasn't had alcohol in a 11 years, I need something that helps me relax and that can bring me a moment of peace. Lately, my favorite way to do that is sitting on the couch after I put my kids to bed and having either the strawberry rose or the lime recess mood. They not only make me feel good, but they also taste incredible too. So whether you're looking for a healthier alternative to alcohol or a way to make you feel more balanced, you deserve a healthier way to unwind. Head to takearecess.com slash heartbreak and get 15% off recess mood, your go-to alcohol replacement. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun... Yeah, you get it every time. And if you love the filet of fish, right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just six dollars. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba da ba ba ba. And I'd love if you could talk a little bit about like the actual, the actual process of, let's say, a drawer, um, and. I think it's so important to let people know that it, it's going to feel more chaotic before it feels better. Good point. Yes, yeah. that can be, that can be the scary part. Yes. <laughs> yeah, and and the process is the same for a drawer as it is for an entire attic or basement. Um, you clear the space and that means you're taking everything out. So if it's a drawer or if it is Uh, cupboard in your kitchen. Everything comes out. And this is important because you really need to see your things out of their quote homes. They look so much different when it's all piled on your counter or on your bed. Um, So clear everything out. And then as you are clearing it, put it in categories. Um, So if it's the bedside table, like, oh, here's some lotions, here's the remote, here's journaling stuff. Um, and then while everything has been cleared out, take this time to clean. 
That could just mean, you know, vacuuming in a drawer or wiping down a surface because you don't take things out that often, um, take advantage of it being out of the space. Um, and then the decluttering. And this is probably the most important part because you can dump everything out. And if you're going to put everything back in and it was disorganized before, it's going to be really hard to organize it. And you're going to spend more time reorganizing it. But if you have fewer items, everything is easier. Um, and I'll, I'll touch on those decluttering tips um, in a little bit. But uh, then you're going to create zones. Where do you want things to be? So like for the kitchen, do you make smoothies all the time? Why not rearrange your space so that you have a, a smoothie zone so that you're not taking things from all the different areas of your kitchen? So um, create zones that work for you, even if they're kind of out of the box. Um, what do you specifically need from that space? Make it work better for you. Um, and then you contain. So here's the thing. People go to the container store, they go to Bed Bath & Beyond, and they grab containers before they've done any of these steps. And it is towards the end of the process. And so you will get stuck having all of these containers that you don't really know what, what to do with. Um, and one of my favorite stories is I had a, a client who went to container store, she and I had been working together and she went to get something and she was in line with a couple of women and they had a whole bunch of stuff. And she started um, chatting with them and saying, oh, I'm working with a professional organizer and she knows exactly what to get. And she called them out. She goes, you guys have too much. You're not gonna know what, what's gonna fit. You probably haven't measured ahead of time. <laughs> And she gave them my card, like, here, you, a professional can help you with that. <laughs> so please do your best not to buy the pretty organizing things. For, and I know that's hard because that is like the most fun part of the whole, the whole process. But you need to know what do you have left? What do you need to contain? Have you just narrowed it down and you just got rid of half of your mugs and now you don't need a place to store all those mugs anymore. Um, but containing the items and then finally labeling. This is the magic to it all. Labeling does a few things. It can um, aesthetically bring together the whole space. So if you have different bins, different boxes, if they all have the same looking label, it really makes it really pretty. Um, it will also calm your mind. You don't have to work as hard. Even if that container is clear and you can see, oh, look, there's my nail polishes. If you can label it nail polish, you don't have to be looking inside to figure, it, figure out what's in there. Um, it also helps you maintain it better because if it says nail polishes, and you are throwing makeup in there, you are, you are going against the, the sign there that, <laughs> that is saying what belongs in there. Um, and it also helps other people in your household keep that system. Again, this is where we keep the backstock. Um, they can find things better, they can put things better, uh, put things back better. 
Um, and then finally, that last step, like I mentioned, is feeling calm. You get to enjoy that space. And the more you go through that process, the more it becomes second nature. I did not invent this process. This is how um, professional organizers go about organizing. Um, but if you can stick with that, you won't skip the steps and you will have a beautifully organized space when you're done. I want to go back to what you were talking about of like the zone, like the smoothie zone. And I think a lot of listeners on here are getting used to having, um, their own space, like meaning they were living with an ex and, um, and so they're living in a space that has a lot of memories in it. And, you know, I think in a perfect world, people would decide to move or, you know, change it up. But if that's not the case, I think by really personalizing your space, um, where you don't have anyone else to, to answer to, like have a smoothie station, have like a super cool, um, like bar station where you make cocktails for yourself. Like you can really make it yours um, in how everything is structured in the place. And I think that's such a good way to be able to revamp a space um, that's yours. Like have your nail polish bin, have a makeup bin, like make, you know, it's like, this is my space and I get to do what I want and I get to keep it the way that I want it to. Right. Yeah. That is a great perk because, you know, many of us are thinking, well, if this was my own space, what would I want to do with it? If I did not have to share this space with three little kids, (laughs) my home would look much different, but yes, take advantage of that. Have, have that extra room um, for your yoga or your workout room. Um, in my twenties, I was pinning up celebrity pictures, you know, like, yeah. like I was 12 or something. Um, and it was just silly, but it was like, yeah, this is my space. And this is, this is what I want. This is what brings me joy right now. This, this little simple thing and personalizing my area, um, is, is making me happy. So yes, have, have fun with these zones and make it your own. So we've teased it a lot, but I want to talk about um, decluttering and purging and how important that is, um, how emotional that process can be and, um, and why it's so hard to let, to let go of things. Yes, this is one of my favorite things to talk about because it's life-changing. We live in a society where it's all about consumption. We're trying to add to our home and it's not necessarily making us happier. We're spending too much money, too much time taking care of these things. So real quick, when you're bringing something into your home, I want you to think about what time and energy and life is that item's going to take from you. Um, like a, uh, a coffee maker, 
Now that is probably giving life to a lot of people, giving you energy, but that coffee maker needs to be wiped down. It needs to make sure it's in working order. You have to, you know, add the pods or a filter. It's taking energy. Um, and so make sure that that item is worth your energy. So if you're going through the, the dollar bin area at Target and you're seeing something really cute, is it worth your energy? Even though it may not be taking a lot from your wallet. Um, and so as you are decluttering things, remember that that item you're choosing to keep is going to take that energy from you. And I always find that there are a handful of roadblocks that people always hit um, when they are trying to declutter items. Um, and one of those is they feel guilty because they may have spent a lot of money on that item. And a lot of money could be thousands of dollars on a handbag, or it could have been like, oh, that was $50 for, you know, whatever. And so I tell clients, you have already spent that money. That money is gone. You are not buying this right now. So if you need to kind of live in this uncomfortable space where you are feeling bad about it, remember that the next time that you're going shopping and you see that item and remember that you felt bad that it was just sitting there and not getting used, but let it go now, even if it did cost you a lot of money. Um, gifts are something else people have a hard time getting rid of. Um, I just helped a client get her nursery ready and she was so lucky to have so many loved ones. She's actually the, um, director of our preschool. And so she got stuff. <laughs> People were giving her baby items and it was so much. And it at first was hard. Like, oh, I feel bad. Somebody gave this to me, but gifts don't come with rules. If I gave her a onesie for her baby, I am not saying you need to put this on your baby. You need to take a picture of your baby wearing it. You need to text me this picture of your baby in it. I, I'm not allowed to do that. I give the gift. You thank me for the gift. And if you want, you put it in your donation bag the moment I leave. Don't, do not feel that you need to hold on to that. Now I have plenty of clients will say that will say to me, yeah, you don't know my mom. <laughs> Because <laughs> maybe their, their mothers will make them feel guilty about it. But that's not fair. That's not fair. A gift does not come with rules. Um, another roadblock is people want to keep things just in case. And just in case will get you in a lot of trouble. Our cupboards and garages and attics are filled with items we're keeping just in case. And um, there's this great 2020 rule um, from the minimalists who say, if you can replace that item in 20 minutes for $20 or less, let it go. Don't be holding on to all those little things that I might use it, I might need it. Um, it is much more likely that having those things will stress you out than you letting it go 
and thinking for a brief moment, oh, shoot. Yeah, I used to have that, but I let it go. Well, not to mention all the times that I've forgotten that I had that just in case and I've bought it again. Exactly. (laughs) Clutter is expensive. Um, So many clients, yeah, rebuy it. And then we go through a cupboard and they're like, oh, I didn't realize I had um, 15 bottles of that item (laughs) because I didn't know where it was. Yes, great point. Um, And then lastly, having sentimental items. Those are really hard to give up. And I know your audience in particular, they have these sentimental items from a relationship that has ended. Um, It's also tough to deal with the sentimental items of people that are no longer with us because they've passed on. Um, And the best thing for me to say is that those items are not the memories. You have the memories. The person is not in that thing. And so if you do have fond memories, but you don't necessarily, you know that you don't have room for this item or you don't really want to keep the item, taking pictures of that item, um, giving it to somebody who can really use it and appreciate it um, is usually worth, worth the time uh, to do that. But it, it can be tough. Those sentimental items are a big sticking point for sure. And I think the, um, the cloud is like such a good resource for things. And, and it's funny, I was, um, I was doing a client session the other day and she was talking about how she was having a really hard time separating the good memories, um, the painful learning experiences, and then just like the bad characteristics of, of the relationship. And she was having a really hard time keeping those positive memories separated and not being tainted by all, by all the bad stuff. And I think ultimately in a breakup, that's where we'd like to get to is where we can cherish and appreciate the good parts of it. Um, but that takes time. And so what I basically told her is like, visualize it like, like moving boxes. Like if you were moving, you put the good memories in the box and you take that with you to the new house. You take those painful learning experiences and you, maybe you keep those up in the attic for when you need to like refer back to them. And then there's ones where you, you dump it at the goodwill. Cause it's like, you don't want to take, you don't want to take that stuff, um, with you. And, you know, I get asked all the time, like, what do I do with photos of my ex and I? Like, you know, you don't, you know, I think you and I being, being married, it's like, we're at a place now where every once in a while it's like, oh yeah, this is like when I went on this trip with an ex and it's like, okay to look at a picture of it. It doesn't like trigger anything. It's just more of like, this is my life story. Um, so, you know, stashing those in the cloud on Google Drive, Google Photos, Dropbox, like there's just so many options, but just getting it out of like your immediate space, I think is so important. Right. And like getting those pictures off your phone, but storing them in the cloud so that they aren't something that you do come across. Um, I, I had a lot of memory. I am a memory keeper. I pride myself on keeping a lot of memories and I have since learned 
um, tricks to um, really honor those memories and have them accessible. Um, but when we moved into our home and I was going through boxes I had not gone through in a long time, there were a lot of items from an ex. And I felt like, you know, at the time it, it was difficult to let that go. And so taking a break, putting it aside, um, if you do want to keep those items, can you find someone else to hold them for you? Um, I am no expert in feng shui, but something that um, stuck with me when I was learning about feng shui was they say not to put items under your bed, that it can stop the energy from flowing. And I always think about, you know, if you're keeping these memories or these photos and you've put them under your bed, that's just the worst place feng shui speaking that it can be stopping, stopping that, um, that energy from flowing. And if you can remove it and can a friend or a family member hold it for you. And then when you are ready to go through it, in my case, it had just been packed away for a long time. And I, um, I found it and I got rid of those things right away because I, I felt like it in a way dishonored my relationship that I was in now. I would, I personally would not like to come across photos of my husband's exes. And I have done this. I have um, worked with clients who I'm going through the husband and the wife's stuff and I'm finding pictures and I'm going to the side, to the husband and saying, do you want to get rid of this? <laughs> you know, it's like in a heart photo or something like she does not need to see this. Um, and so, you know, yes, it's when you're, when you're away from those um, bad memories, it, it is very easy to dump them, but um, I would just advise not keeping them very accessible until you're ready to let go. Because when they are accessible, you're going to look at them. Yeah. And you're typically going to look at them when you're like very low yeah. and it's going to be so much harder. Um, but I, I, that's what I tell people. I'm like, don't even try to, don't even try to go through them. Just like anything you see, just throw it in a box and just like move it, get it out of your space, have a friend take it, have family take it. Um, because it's not the time to sort through that stuff. Cause it's, it's just, you know, it's just too painful. So I think doing kind of like a quick and dirty thing to start. Um, and then as you start feeling better, then you can start doing the sifting through. I think that would be helpful. Even I had a, a really close friend go through a breakup last year. And what she did is she airdropped me photos so she could get them off her phone. And so if at any point, you know, she felt okay. And she was ready for it. She, you know, I have them for her if she like really wants to have those that. old photos. Um, so it's like, you can get creative. And I think friends, friends love to help with that stuff. Like friends love to be the one that can come in and be like, I'll take that stuff. I'll stick it in my garage or, you know, um, allowing other people to help you in that way. And then I think that's really important when we're just talking about organizing too, is is asking for help when you need it. Um, I could probably 
learn how to change my own oil, but I'm, <laughs> I'm not interested in that. I outsource that. I find somebody to, to do that for me. And um, some of us are more naturally organized than others. If you are not naturally organized, you know you got that friend like me that is organized. Can you call them to help you, if not go through memories, but go through your stuff and help organize your home? And, um, you know, there's different levels of asking for help. So if a friend can be there in person, could they just be on a Zoom call with you while you go through things? Um, of course, I think it's a great idea to hire a professional organizer. Um, if I am not in your area, you can go to napo.net, that's N-A-P-O, and they're the National Association for Organizers, and that's a really good place to, to find somebody. Um, and then you can also do um, a virtual session. I, I do virtual, virtual sessions with clients and they say, yeah, it's like you're sitting there with me and we're, we're going through their clothes. And I'm saying, you know, okay, why are you keeping that? And, um, and then finally, if you do want to do this on your own, um, I mentioned that I uh, have a online digital course that I've come out with that really takes you through all of these steps and then dives into different spaces. So you are getting a professional's help, but you're not investing as much money into bringing a professional in to do it for you. So I urge everyone to, to find whether it's that friend or you're putting on this podcast and you're getting to work. There's, there's all different levels of, of starting and diving into it and getting to a better place when you're done. I have a feeling a lot. I have a feeling a lot of people, this is, this will be like the beginning of a lot of people being like, all right, we're going to dump out, dump out the drawer. Cause even as we're recording it, I'm like, my bathroom cupboard's gotten real messy in the last couple months. So, um, but I, I wanted to go back to just a couple things that you were saying with the decluttering roadblock. So one thing that works really well for me with clothes is that I don't allow myself to buy hangers. So, um, if I'm buying something, I have to get rid of something. And that's, that's a big motivator to me is like, is this worth getting rid of something that's already in my closet? Um, so that, yes, that helps a lot. Um, and then with gifts, I think, especially with gifts from your ex and, you know, this brings to mind for me, when I was in my like awful toxic relationship, he got me this diamond Tiffany ring and it wasn't like an engagement ring, but it was, you know, it's like a promise ring. And I didn't get rid of it for so long, for so long. Mind you, it only fit my left ring finger. Um, so I, it's not like I was, I could wear it on any other finger. It had so many bad relations, like memories tied to it. Even like the night he gave it to me was a complete blowout fight, but I kept it for seven years just, and anytime, like I, I even, I kept it in like a bag, but anytime I moved, which I moved quite a few times, um, anytime I was like redoing my space, it was like, 
this freaking ring that I still have. And so finally I just, I sold it. Like I listed it on, I think eBay. Um, and I think even so more so now there's Poshmark, like there's so many places that you can sell stuff, Facebook marketplace, like you can sell anything quickly nowadays. Um, and I finally just was like, why, why am I hanging on to this? I'm not wearing it. It makes me feel way more poorly to keep it. Um, so I would encourage you, like, if you have a gift from your ex and, you know, like a t-shirt's different than jewelry, um, but there's no obligation to keep a gift from your ex and like use the money to buy yourself something nice. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) You can do with with if you can, yeah, get money for something like that. Yeah, it, it breaks my heart because this this happens with clients and they'll tell me a story like, oh, this reminds me of this awful moment. And then they'll keep the item. And I think some of that is just because you think, oh, it was a gift, I should keep it. Or, oh, this is a diamond. This is not something I'm gonna drop off at Goodwill. But if that is reminding you of bad times, Think about that. <laughs> you wouldn't you wouldn't want your best friend to hold on to something like that. That like every time she comes across it, she feels bad about something. Yeah, it's it's something that you need to let go for yourself. Yeah. Yeah. I think I think decluttering and purging is um it's a it's necessary in a breakup because there's going to be mental purging, um, emotional purging. That's what writing is. Journaling is emotionally, is emotionally purging your mind. So, you know, you can't, you can't emotionally purge your mind and then live in a space that's full of physical memories of your ex. It's like putting your, you know, it's like, we, we can't expect to make that much progress if, if that's the case, you know? So, um, so whatever you're doing to your insides also remember like, do that to your outside as well. Well said. Yes. Um, Well, to close us off, I'd love if you could um, let people know where to connect with you. Definitely follow Amanda on, on Instagram, just like seeing her stories pop up is just such a good reminder of like what I've already learned from you and you share so many good tips on there. So, um, so yeah, I'd love if you could share where we can find you. Thank you. Yes. Um, my website is eversoorganized.com and I am, um, very active on Instagram. I love sharing tips and tricks. Um, I love hearing from people saying, oh my gosh, I never thought of that. That, that was so easy. Now I do that all the time. So yeah, please follow me on Instagram at ever so organized. Um, I am also on Clubhouse and Facebook. Um, same name, ever so organized. And yeah, hopefully um, I can help others um, give them tips just like I've helped you. <laughs> um, and Amanda was so kind to um, give us a discount code for her newly launched courses. So um, if you could share that and then all of her links and the discount code, you can also find in the show notes. Sure. Yes. Um, The code is breakup10. 
And that is good for um, any of my courses. I have a, a signature course that really helps you change your mindset, like we've been talking about here, around clutter, around organization. Um, but I also have mini courses that will give you quick wins on whatever spaces are bothering you. If you just want to dive into uh, the bathroom, the kitchen, the closet, uh, there's a mini course for that. And um, that 10% off code is good on any of those uh, courses. Well, thank you so much for sharing all of your wisdom and for talking with me. And I can't wait for everyone else to discover the power of, of doing this in their space too. Yes. Thank you so much. I hope you enjoyed today's show. If you loved it, I hope you'll leave a review and share with your friends. If you're not already following me on Instagram, head to at your breakup bestie where I'm sharing new content almost every day. To join our Facebook group, Healing Hearts Club, where you can connect with thousands of people from all over the world going through breakups, head to the link in the show notes. And don't forget to check out my online courses for more in-depth help through your healing journey. I always end these episodes the same way, reminding you to be nice to yourself, stay connected with loved ones, and the biggest reminder is that this too shall pass. I promise. Swimsuit? Check. Sunscreen? Check. Phone charger? Check. Don't forget to pack the 5-Hour Energy. It fits great in a pocket or carry-on, and the alert feeling will help you arrive ready for anything. Now get 20% off when you use code 5HETRAVEL at 5HourEnergy.com. Expires April 30th. One-time use only. Not valid with other discounts. Remember, visit 5HourEnergy.com and use code 5HETRAVEL to save 20%. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.